For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Lucy. Thank him for the word, thank him for the word, thank him for the word. And and Edify yourself, pray in the language of the spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We celebrate you this morning in the name of Jesus. To you be glory, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to sit at your feet this morning. We count it all privilege. As we are grounded and rooted in the things of God. As we establish a God in, the, in godliness and in the things of the spirit. We grow. We abound. We express sin. With all that it takes of God, we are furnished and fully furnished to do your work. To do your work of ministry. Even this day, O oh Lord, as we are edified, we are built up to do that which you've asked us to do. Even as you see us in you and we see you embedded and entrusted in you, Lord. We are edified and you are glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. May we assume our seats in the name of Jesus. Peace be unto you. God is good. And all the time. Amen. We have been dealing with uh, um, this series. I'm sure that's the second week of the series and for those of us who were not around last week um, I'm sure the tapes are available it's on our page our whatsapp page and uh, you should do yourself a lot of good to go and listen very very important this morning I would want you to pay very close attention because we'll be dealing with some very interesting uh, um, dynamics of the series, Amen. And uh, we'll see where the Lord will take us. And I'm sure um, 
as we run into the weeks, uh, this very topic will become very clear to us and how we are to minister same to others. Because the essence of revelational knowledge is that when I know, I communicate. What you are taught, you are expected to teach the same thing. Very, very important. Very, very important. Hallelujah. So this morning, I want us to do a little detour. A little detour. But it's all very important in our understanding of the theme. And you know that we don't like answering straight. We don't like giving straight answers to the way we deal with our series. Uh, is, is water baptism? Uh, are we supposed to baptize? No. Yes. No, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. It's a lot of study uh, which will bring a lot of edification to our listeners. And conform with you, you know. I said to me, me, or more. But the time Hallelujah. Water and Holy Spirit baptism. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Chapter two. Second Timothy two. I want you to pay very close attention. 2 Timothy 2, let's see from verse 14. 2 Timothy 2, verse 14. Yes. Of these things put them in remembrance, mm-hmm. charging them before the Lord, mm-hmm. that they strive not about words to no profit, mm-hmm. but to the subverting of the, of the hearers. 15. 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 16. 16. But shown profane and vain babblings, for they will increase into more ungodliness. 17. And their word will eat as though a canker, of whom in Hymenaeus yes. and Philetus. Philetus. Hallelujah. Now, so. Second Timothy 2 15. Let's do the 15 again. 15. Steady. Study to show thyself approved unto God. Mm-hmm. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Hallelujah. So you see that verse 15 is in the middle of 14 and 16. So 14, 14, he says, of these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers, of the hearers. So these people are false teachers. False teachers. Turning the truth. We call them, uh, last week I told you about uh, uh, false teachings, uh, um, um, twisting the truth subverting the truth. Then 15 says, steady to now show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Look at 16. But shun profane, feign babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. So 15 
is situated between people who are subverting the truth and people who are teaching false doctrines. In the midst of it, steady to show yourself approved. So, false doctrines will abound. In the midst of it, steady to show yourself up. So, 14, 15 is in the middle of 14 and 16. Are you catching it? So, in the face of ungodliness, in the face of wrong teachings, what are you to do? Steady to show yourself approved. It's not noise. Steady to show yourself approved. The things we are teaching here, even if pastors leave this place or people are raised to become pastors, you teach the same thing. It's not like you are whiling away time to go and do what you want to do. We learn to unlearn to continue to learn. <laughs> are you here this morning? So, in the midst of false doctrine, don't say, hmm, the thing here hmm, is like that. No. You steady. Now, pay attention here. When you look at verse 15, steady, it is this scripture that gives people the, the thinking that I can study the scriptures for myself. And yet, the study here is not go and study it for yourself. The Greek word study, in fact, the, the English, the Greek word for this English word study is the word spodazo, S-P-O-U-D-A-Z-O. S-P-O-U-D-A-Z-O. Spodazo. Spodazo. Which means to eagerly, zealously, diligently. Hmm. Are you with me this morning? <laughs> so he says, be diligent, eagerly, zealous, make all effort. Make every effort. So, steady is not go and study for yourself. No. The word steady is spudazo, be diligent, be zealous, be eager, make every effort. And you see, Paul is talking to Timotheus. Timotheus is son. Neba. And Timotheus is like a pastor's pastor. So Timotheus also ordained people in Ephesus. So he's a pastor's pastor. And yet Paul is communicating to him as a son. Be eager. Somebody who has raised pastors, they are telling him to be eager. I don't know how many pastors you've raised. Think about it. <laughs> Somebody who is pastor's pastor is being told that be eager, be diligent, make every effort. The word spudazo. So Bible study is not uh, pastor, you see, we want it to be homely. We want homely. Shortcut. <laughs> and this morning we are going to do Bible study. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Every effort. The same word is used in 2 Timothy 4, 9 and 21. 2 Timothy 4, 9. Let's look at the usage. 2 Timothy 4, 9. 2 Timothy 4, 9. Uh-huh. Do thy diligence to come shortly. Do on your you. diligence to come shortly. means make every effort to come shortly. Be zealous to come shortly. 21. 21. Do thy diligence to come before winter. Uh-huh. Ubulos. Ubulos. Greater thee. And Pindes. And Linus. And Claudia. And all the brethren. So it's the same word, Spudazo. Eager. Diligent. Make every effort. Make every effort. Oh. So you come to church. One of the efforts is to come to church with notepad. 
so that you can also read for yourself. It's making every effort. It's part of it. Are you here this morning? Titus 3.2. Let's look at the uses. Titus 3.2. Titus 3.2. Titus 3.2. Mm-hmm. To speak evil of no man. Mm-hmm. To be no to be no brewer. Mm-hmm. Brawless. Mm-hmm. But gentle. Mm-hmm. Showing all meekness unto all showing men. Showing all meekness unto all men. So you cannot, it's not saying go and study the Bible for yourself. So study there is not go and study. Study there is be eager. Make every effort. So that is why we go back to the Greek words. Because if I was to use English, I would think that they said I should go and study. That's not what they are saying here. The Greek word is saying be eager. Be diligent. Make every effort. To do what? He says, let's go back to uh, 2 Timothy. Because you are trying to explain that. It's very important for me. So, be eager. Be diligent. Make every effort. Then he says, to show. Wow. The word show there is the Greek word paristemi. P-A-R-I-S-T-E-M-I. I'll take it again. P-A-R-I-S-T-E-M-I. Paristemi. It is used 41 times in the Greek text. It means to exhibit, to display. So, make every effort. Be eager to display, to exhibit. Now, the word paristemi is not used when there is nothing. Are we in class this morning? Paristemi will be used because there is something. You have been made able ministers of the new covenant. Show it. (laughs) You have already been made. So show it. So Paristemi will be used because there is something to show. Hmm. Be eager. Something that is exhibited. And it is because there is something to be exhibited. There is something. Baby or home. There is something to be exhibited. So he says, be eager to show thyself. Then he says, thyself approved unto God. The word approved is the Greek word dokimos. But before we go to dokimos, let's look at the application of um, paristemi, to show thyself. To show thyself. Let's go to Romans 12.1. Let's take notice of these ones. Romans 12.1, write it down. Romans 6.13. I'll just take one or two. Romans 12.1, Romans 6.13, Romans 6.16, Romans 6.19, Romans 14.10. Let me take it again. Romans 12, 1. I want to read the 12, 1. Romans 12, 1. Romans 6, 13, 16, 19. Paristemi. And then Romans 14, 10. Look at Romans 12, 1, for example. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that ye present your bodies 
Some will say, as a living temple, it's not in, it's not in my Bible. You present yourselves a living temple. It means, what, it, what does it mean? Does it mean you should bring yourself a living temple? No, you exhibit. Why? Because you are. Are you with me this morning? Or you are going home? He says, I beseech you, brethren, is not to present yourself as a living temple. No, you are already a living temple. So, you present yourself because you are. So, paristemi will be used because of something. Because there is something available. Because there is a equality to be shown. Are we here? So, you are. Present. I am a living temple. Present it. Show it. Exhibit it. Naniche. Nunye. How do we say it in our way? Living temple. Do, please read the way for me. Anybody at all can read the way. Romans 12 1. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You are already a living temple. You see that the ego is not rich. The same way English is not rich. But in the Greek, you understand that it is because you are, you show. I don't know if you are getting it. It's different from you being you being told that please try and become you are already so what do you do you show so when it comes to christian counseling rebuke we rebuke you because you already are so i'll tell you why are you looking differently from yourself it's different from me saying you see uh, the way we want to grow in christ uh, uh, please try so that we make heaven. You're already in heaven. So I'll rebuke you on the basis of who you are. Stop it. You are better than this. This is not you. Are you following here? So you are. So please read that scripture well. It is not <laughs> try and present to you already show. So it reads like this. Let me read it for you. Like the way it is in my Bible. Maybe your Bible is different. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. It's not as a living sacrifice. It's not true. You already are. So show it a living sacrifice. Show that part of you. Are we here? That's Paris Temai. Because there is something to be shown. There is something. There is a quality to be shown. Paris Temai. Are you here? Let's go to 6.16. Romans 6.16. Let me do 13. I want you to follow and take note. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. The yield there neither exhibit. Neither exhibit. So yield is exhibit. I wish you can also read it in your Bible like the one I'm reading it. So you make the correction because you can be reading, you can be reading Bible and be reading wrong. Let's do the airway. Romans 6 13. 
Romans 6, 13. So the devil community, they've been wrong, but we'll still do it. Your, the interpreter is not wrong. But if you read with me, you will follow. You get Romans 6, 13. Please read out the early part. Hello? Mm -hmm. Romans 6, 13. You, are you getting it? Ella, but now there is something to show. Because there is something to show. So yield there, for English people, I'm sure you benefit today. Yield there is exhibit. Write it in your notes. Yield is exhibit. Paristemai. 16. 16. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves, servants to obey, his servants ye are, to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. That's it. Because you are. Because you are. You show. Because you are. You show. So, paristemi is not to make something be. It is rather to show something that already is. Are you catching it? Great. Romans 14.10. Please take notice of that. So, he says, let's go back. We are doing Bible study. Hmm. Now, we've done study. Study means what? Be eager. Be diligent. Be zealous. Make every effort. Then he says, to show Show is what? Paristemi. Exhibit. Display. Mm -hmm. Hello, you are already a boss. So, show yourself. Approve. We've done approved, right? Documents. Let's do approve now. Documents. D-O-K-I-M-O-S. Approved. Documents. is used six times in the Greek text. Six times in the Greek text. Documents. Something that is proven and tested as true. Something that is proven and tested as true over time. Documents. So he says, be eager, diligent, uh, make every effort to exhibit as somebody who has been tried and tested. Section 316, you see, 
ase chirese ono ne doba en ye nyankopon wo yere ya na ase chirese said you be wu ye ase chirese don't be going John 3 says for God so you think we are in, we are in recital competition what does it mean for God what does it mean even mean for God what does it mean to say for God so be eager diligent you see if you have this mindset when you come for Bible, when you come for service it will show it will show the way you are very attentive don't take anything for chance we are writing everything down why you need it be eager the church is not a place for science wonders and miracles we could we, any i can say in the name of jesus the door is open i, I see in my that one is not difficult because by the time I step in, I've already started orchestrating. <laughs> I stand here in fifth In front of Jay. I will just have to lift one song. Even if I don't ask you to sing, you begin to sing. Are you here this morning? Be eager. Be diligent. <clears throat> Make every effort. To present yourself, to exhibit, to display as somebody, somebody who, who has been tried and tested. You are not a strong man. That's where we are. CFM, that's where we are. We are not going, we are there. <laughs> are you here? So, somebody who has been tried, somebody who has been acknowledged of God. So he says, let's do 2 Timothy 2.15 again with this understanding. Let's look at the uses first. Romans 14.18 Docimus, approved of men. Approved of men. Romans 14. Romans 14.18 For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God. Acceptable. Mm -hmm. And approved of men. So acknowledge of men. Knowledge of men. Acknowledge of men. Are you here? Then, First Corinthians eleven nineteen. First Corinthians eleven nineteen. First Corinthians eleven nineteen. For yes. there must be also here heresies mm -hmm. among you mm -hmm. that that they which are approved may be made manifest. They which are acknowledged. They which have been tried and tested. Maybe what? That's it all. So in the midst of false doctrine, don't go and say, you see that thing? Small, small, we'll get there. We are not getting anywhere. You are the light. You are the light. You don't agree. You defend. You don't agree. You defend. I said, why do we come to Christ? You see, how can we be in church and things are not happening? Then you, in the he said, nowadays church there, you have to go to a prophet. Then you, a believer from CFM, because you don't come to church and because you don't learn, then you to say, hey, wait, we have to see things, so we have to make it all. By you saying that, you are not studying to show yourself approved. Because you are agreeing with the norm. You think we come to church to make it? Ah, ah. Sorry, you. You are in the wrong place. 
You don't come to church to make it. If I want to make it, I can make it outside church. Number two, we don't come to God to make it. Hmm? Abraham, the one who was promised and you are a beneficiary of <laughs> his father, his father's father, his father's father's father were rich before God came to him. When Abraham heard the voice of God, he still needed the help of Egypt. You, you didn't hear me. After hearing the voice, I'll make you a father of many nations. Still had to go and beg in Egypt. Are you still here? Israel, the grandson of Abraham, still had to go to Egypt to go and beg for food. Else we die. He was carrying the promise. Of, he was carrying all of us, our destiny. And he said, still had to go and beg. You don't come to God for food. Don't come to God for car. That is why when people get the car, then they'll start traveling around. Why? I want that car. I have car. Why should I stay? When they get the healing, they start roaming around. Because the day my leg was taking me, I needed healing. How can I go back to the hospital after I'm healed? It will be nonsense. Ah, when you go to the hospital, when people come to the hospital, do they sleep there? Don't they come for healing and go? Why should I go and sleep in the hospital? Why? Because in their mind, they go to God for things. If you are thinking like that, you are in the wrong church. Relocate. Baba. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 18. 2 Corinthians 10, 18. 2 Corinthians 13, 7. Please take notice of these ones. 2 Corinthians 10, 18. 2 Corinthians 13, 7. Documents approved, tried and tested. You must show yourself, exhibit what is your real self because you have been tried and tested. Hmm. James 1.12 So, 2 Timothy 2.15 should read like this. Make every effort, please take notice of it. Make every effort to display yourself as one who is proving, tried and tested to be true of God. Mm-hmm. So study to show yourself approved. Is make every effort. To exhibit yourself. As one who has been proven. Tried and tested. Of God. Pay attention. We are getting to deeper waters now. Then he says. A workman. Now the word workman. In Greek is like Libra. Libra, which means it's like it must be evident that you are serious about it. That's Libra. So it connotes Libra, a workman. Workman. A workman. It must be evident that you are serious. We are explaining Bible. Are you following? Someone who is serious. So, you will not say that, uh, for example, a ministry is not about showing anything. You see, it's about showing everything. Ministry is about showing everything. 
Because study to show yourself approved alone will tell you that ministry is about showing everything. Uh, uh, you see, you see me, I love God. It is in my heart. No, show it. Paristemi, show. As someone who has been tested and proven. Then he says, a workman who is not ashamed. Now, the word who need not to be ashamed is a long phrase, right? But in Greek, it's one way. Let me let me try and pronounce it for you and spell it for you. It's like um, anipai, anipai shuktos. Are you are you here this morning? I'll not try you on this one. I'll not test you on this one. Hallelujah. Uh, let me let me spell it. A N E anipai. We've been using this word anipai, anipai, anipai. A N E P A I S. C-H <laughs> It tells you it's not, in, it's, not, it's not airwell. This one is Greek. A-N-E-P-A-I-S C-H-U-N-T-O-S Anepai Shutos. Wow. For the last time. A-N-E-P-A-I S-C-H-U-N-T-O-S which is someone who discharges his duties well. It's not a shame means the person discharges his duties well. Very well. Very well. He uh, 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 said, ministry, somebody, somebody gave a serious word, you know, it was real revelation. And, and, and David went to the battle the other day, our brother David, our senior brother David, he went to the battle <laughs> the other day, and when he was going, he took five stones representing J-E-S-U-S. Aha! Oh, come on! Uh, and when you use the name Jesus, My teacher says that how many of the J-E-S-U-S killed David? J. It was only J and Goliath was gone. So how can five stones become preaching now? How? African girls. J-E-S-U-S and check it. Jesus in Hebrew Yeshua Y E S H U A six is not five. Jesus in Greek Yusos I O E S O seven. So it's not stone. <laughs> oh goodness, five stones. When you carry J-E-S-U-S in your pocket and in your heart, please stop it, stop it, stop it. That, that blessed a lot of people, right? Only to leave the room and realize that they had nothing. They didn't take anything home. They only took euphoria. And it will fizzle out when you meet the condition in the car. Eager, diligent, eager. To show yourself approved. Now look at it. So, <laughs> so rightly divide. Now, let's go to second, first, second Timothy. Right? 
I want you to understand that. So, study to yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. In what area? In the area of rightly dividing the word of truth. Somebody who discharges his duty well in the area of rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, that's another long phrase in Greek is ototomio. I think you just know the first time you've heard that. O R T H O T O M E O. O R T H O O Sotomio. O Sotomio. Rightly dividing the word of truth. O Sotomio. O R T H O T O M E O. O Sotomio. Now, this is used in two, in two technical areas in surgery and it's also used in geology to carefully separate. Carefully separate. If you have any knowledge about caesarean section, for example, I mean, a doctor will be careful to navigate through to pull the baby without adding the intestines <laughs> uh -huh. and the stomach all together. The doctor will go straight to the womb, but would have cut layers, right? Now, so it's a careful full navigation because if I was to go there without having that training by the time I am done the woman plus the baby plus everything included will come out so it tells you a certain careful separation is also using rocks where we are able to get precious minerals out of a rock a precious stone out of a rock so careful separation in the area of rightly dividing the word of truth. So the word of truth here will be scripture, but not all scripture is the word of truth. Follow closely. Word of truth here will be scripture, but not all scripture is the word of truth. So you will carefully navigate that scripture, bring the separation about, so that what is necessary for us is what we feed on. The area of agriculture, J E S. You think we are rhyming here? Hmm. Carefully separate. Let's look at the usage in Proverbs three six, Proverbs eleven five. You have to navigate yourself amidst something. Anytime this word is used, there is something that you have to carefully navigate through. Proverbs 3.6, Proverbs 11.5. Proverbs 3.6. In all thy ways acknowledge him, mm -hmm. and he shall direct That's your right. path. So it means that there is something that you have to navigate through. You acknowledge, he directs. You acknowledge, he directs. 11.5. 11.5. The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way. That's right. But the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. Mm. So in darkness, amidst darkness, you are to provide light. To navigate the way of someone. In the midst of confusion, you are to bring light. So that light cannot be, uh, you see, okay, that's how it is, A, B, C. No. It's a careful, painstaking approach to rightly divide. That is what we have been made into. So what do you do? Show it. You were Juma. 
Show it. Show it. That word of truth, like I said, is scripture. Why? Because the last scripture, prophet spoke. The devil also spoke. <laughs> they asked the devil, what are you doing? I'm going to and fro. He spoke. So to and fro is not, is not your, your words. That's why the other day I asked you, what are you doing? I said, I, I just came around to see what is happening on Facebook. Are you a devil? You don't have anything doing? Think about it. This is deep. I don't have time to gossip. You don't have anything doing? You know, we, we come around to just. Just on what? How is that going to add to you? Are you careful to think about whether the thing is taken away from you or is adding to you? In what way? We came to gist. <laughs> there are some gist that have ended people in jail, right? Because you're a witness. You're not careful. A witness. Because you become a witness, a partaker of their evil. So, you are not the devil. But then, God also spoke in, word, in the word. So then, we have to rightly divide to find it. So you cannot mix the, word, the law, for example, with faith. Both are in scripture. You, you cannot mix the rock with the stone. You, you cannot mix the spirit with the flesh. Both are in scripture. So, ototomio, carefully divide. So, uh, what it means is that Steady to show yourself approved. A workman who is not ashamed will only happen in the area of rightly dividing. It is not the light. It is not the numbers. It is what you are presenting. Church is not the numbers. Church is not the light. Church is not how, how you are doing well on social media. It is what you are feeding the people. The area of rightly dividing the word of truth. Are we saying that we don't want numbers? Ah, of course, Jesus like crowd. But we are more important about the message. Because if we are messengers and we don't have a message, we as messengers, we've lost our quality as messengers. Any messenger who doesn't have a message is not a messenger. If you are coming to CFM, you must understand that you will be presented with a message. Go and become a worthy messenger in the area of rightly divining the word. So 2 Timothy 3.15 says, From a child that has known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Christ, scripture you have known, or you do, acquainted yourself with scripture, which are able to make thee wise. But that sophizo, that skill, is in a person and his work. Your skill will bring you to a person and his work. Salvation through faith in Christ. So the scriptures are talking about a person. The subject matter of the scriptures is a person. Your ability <laughs> to communicate about that person and his work is rightly divided in the word of truth. Is a serious matter. It's a serious matter. Hebrews 13, 9. Don't forget, what are we doing? 
No, what are we doing? What are we doing? What's the, what's the series? What's the title? Uh-huh. We are still in it though. All right. Water and Holy Spirit baptism. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 39. Let's, let's do Hebrews 39. We'll come back to water and Holy Spirit. Hebrews 13.9 But but not carried about with divers and strange doctrines. When you see the word doctrines in scripture it's not doctrine. It becomes interpretations. Explanations. Which carry the thoughts and opinions of men. It's not didascalia. So anytime you see plural doctrines, not doctrine it moves beyond the dascalia into interpretations and explanations which is carrying the thoughts and opinions of men. Are you here? So you will see it in scripture, but it has to be taught you so you know what they are talking about there. Divers. Strange. Divers. Strange. Strange. Read it again, please. Hebrews 13, 9. Yes. But not carried about with divers and strange. Be not carried about mm-hmm. with not... divers and strange explanations. Why did Jesus, why did Mary, how come that when Mary wanted to touch the hem, uh, touch Jesus after Jesus' resurrection, it means that, you know, Jesus after resurrection, uh, uh, there's another strange teaching that we've forgotten how they put it. <laughs> You know, Jesus, you know, because he's a, he's, a, he's a high priest, when the high priest is going to the holy place, uh, nobody touches the high priest. Jesus! High priest? That is why Mary Madeline could because she was a woman, she couldn't touch Jesus. She couldn't, they didn't touch Jesus. Oh! And yet Jesus didn't enter any temple. Did he enter any temple? <laughs> And who told you Jesus was your high priest in the flesh? Who told you Jesus was your high priest in the flesh? Strange doctrines. Strange. You know, and when um, (laughs) Adam saw the wife said, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, it means you are my strength, strength of my strength and weakness of my weakness. Yeah, 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 somewhere else. Bone, strength, flesh, weakness. So strength of my strength and, and weakness of my weakness. It means I have, as I am strong, she's strong. As I am. <laughs> Only to come to the New Testament, Ephesians 5. And, 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 and Paul was talking about marriage and he was talking about Christ and the church. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Identification. Strange doctrines. No more. Only to confuse you. GD for Nam as people who don't have any help. Simple. Simple. To the extent that I saw the woman crown, I saw the phone in our way before, and they control the air. And could be and quite so be because I before was saw him and called the strange doctrines. Hmm. Don't allow. Be not. Be not is not 
you see, try and no, it's an instruction. Be not carried. Be not. Be not. Oh. Let me read it. Be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines, interpretations, and explanations. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats, and have not profited them that have occupied therein. Meats are fair fed here promises. There are some things that God never promised you. Don't expect it. Including marriage. He didn't hear me. He didn't promise. What did he promise you? Spiritual blessings, including marriage. Ah, ah, in heaven we marry. So why do you think marriage is part of it? Seller. Seller means pause and think about it. So, in between now and the next quotation I'll read, pause and think about it. He never promised you marriage. Number two, he did promise you job. So, when you're going to church for marriage and job, that's why many church marriages break. <laughs> no Christ, no Christ, no Christ, no Christ. So, what to be preacher? And he says, marry godly women. Marry from your marry from your clique. He says, Don't be unequally yoked. Has he not given you a party? He's not going to bring any woman your way. Where? From where? From where? And the Lord brought. Brought who? You saw. Where is he? Open your eyes. The young men and women in this house, open your eyes and stop saying, I'm going to pray. Pray what? Your prayer is not because you are looking for a woman. Your prayer is so that you are built up so you can see. You didn't hear me. I'm praying to see. Stop it. You will not see. It's only your mind that will speak to you. I'm praying to see. Pray to be where? Pray to go and preach. <laughs> I'm praying. I'm praying. The woman must appear. By the time I open my eyes, you will not see anything. You will see Delilah. Delilah presented as a seraphim. Or rebel. Where as the pastors who are suffering? The pastors who are suffering right now. Because they married the, the beautiful lady in the choir. They never saw. I boom. Who say? I'm going to you. Are you here? He didn't promise you a job. But you are asking for a job. There are so many quotations that will help you. To choose a job, how is it going to benefit me? How is it going to help me in my spiritual work? Because you have a primary job, which is what a sea ministry. But you want to have a wow, I'm with me as a human. When you leave down and say, I have to increase, 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 I run from 5,000 and above. Anything less than 5,000 is from the devil. Wait till you get 10,000 and you are shifted from your purpose. He didn't promise you jobs, keep quiet. Any prophet that is telling you lies that he promised you job, bring that prophet and let's go into the scripture. Where? Where? Open, make we see. So bring me Isaiah. I said, Isaiah? <laughs> he 
He will bring you Genesis. So, we, what's, what's the pressure here? Study you. Eagerly present yourself as someone who has been tried and tested of God in the area of rightly dividing the word of God. Now, let's do this quickly. Let's do this quickly. Let's do this quickly as we, we build on. John to 4. John 4. Now, so what it means is that the way the scriptures are explained to you will affect how you see God and how your worship will go. The way the scriptures are explained, you you see God in a way because God can be presented to you. Hey, that God, you cannot. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands. Is that not the, that God? It's a consuming fire. He will consume you rough, rough. God can be presented to you. Cannot have a relationship with Him. And God can equally be presented to you in Scripture. You will love Him more. You will call Him Father, not just God. So the way the Scriptures are explained to you will affect the way you see God and your worship of Him. So John four twenty. We are going to do a study here. John four twenty. John four twenty. Yes. Our fathers worship in this mountain, mm-hmm. and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Exactly. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Let's do twenty again. Twenty. Yes. Our fathers worship in this mountain, mm-hmm. and ye say. So he says, our fathers. Now, this story is about uh, Jesus who was headed Jerusalem and he wanted to pass through Samaria. He says, I must need pass through Samaria. Guess into Samaria, miss this woman at Jacob's well. They began a conversation. Please pay attention here. Because this has erupted a lot of True worshippers, what is worship? Uh, is it, uh, uh, I have made you too small in my eyes. Oh Lord, forgive me. What is the rest? No, 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 we're unable, we're unable. But no, oh Lord, is that crying? And they said the person is a spiritual person. He's worshipping like... Let's do steady. Are you ready? John 4.20 He says... Let me read this part. He says, our father... So, this woman is referring to two mountains here. Jerusalem and their mountain. Referring to two places of worship 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 now the samaritans were of jewish stock that got themselves entangled in intermarriages so when he sues them 
they call themselves Jews and cousins of the Jews when you choose them, they are on their own. So they are, they are dual citizenship. <laughs> they are referred to as cousins of the Jews. So when this lady was, when she said our fathers, she was talking about Jacob. Our fathers. And yet, there is no record. Please pay attention here. There is no record in scripture that says that Jacob built a well in Samaria. But when you go to Genesis chapter 33 and verse 9, there is a record of Jacob, when they were sojourning, stopped in a town called Shechem. Shechem. And they built a well. So that place, Shechem, is what is close to this Samaritan town, this, this place. So we cannot go to town and be making too much noise, but we have a certain historical antecedent that Shechem may have transmogrified into Samaria, a place where we know Jacob built a well. Are you following here? It's very important for your discussion because the, uh, what do you call them? Freedom fighters, Anna. Abraham, Ben Moshe, people will tell you, where is it in your Old Testament that Jacob went to build a well in Samaria? They say, I don't have. Because you yourself, you don't know the Bible history. Are you following? So Shechem is close to this place. So it's the possibility that that well is what we see in Old Testament. A Shechem, Samaria. Samaria. Are you following here? Yo. So, you see their relationship in verse 12. Let's look at their relationship in verse 12. Verse 12. Verse 12. Are thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well? Are you following now? You see the relationship. That gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle. So, that's the relationship. So, when he says our fathers, you know what he's talking about. Right? Jacob. So, so they are of the stock of the 12 tribes. Otherwise, they couldn't have called Jacob their father. Is it clear? Please follow. Hmm. Bible is not, Bible is not, it's not a heavenly book. It's not heavenly language. It's English. (laughs) Okay. So, and I've told you there's no record, right? So, let's look at verse 20 again and do 21. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain and ye say so when he says ye say he's talking about the old testament old testament worship our fathers worship here but you say the torah say he's talking about old testament worship don't lose the conversation otherwise you lose the understanding bible is context so they are talking about Old Testament worship. You say in your book, please pay attention. You say, let me read it again. 20. You say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. What are they talking about? Worship. And Old Testament, let me give you some reference here. Deuteronomy 12. 
5, Deuteronomy 12, 5 and 11. Deuteronomy 12, 5 and 11. Read that one for me, please. Deuteronomy 12, 5 and 11. Deuteronomy 12, 5 and 11. But unto the place which the Lord your God shall choose out of all your tribes to put his name there, even unto his habitation, mm-hmm. shall ye seek mm-hmm. and entitled thou shalt come. Mm-hmm. 11. Mm-hmm. Then then there shall be a place where the Lord your God So shall there is a place. You say Jerusalem. So we are talking about two places here. Where we know. And you say. Are you following? Great. Let's look at 1 Kings 9.3. 1 Kings 9.3. So where this woman is referring to is what I'm giving you now. You take notice of it. Are you following? 1 Kings 9.3. Quick, quick, quick. 1 Kings 9.3. Yes. And the Lord said unto him, uh-huh. I have heard thy prayer and thy supplication mm-hmm. that thou had made before me. Mm-hmm. I have hallowed this house mm-hmm. which thou had, had built mm-hmm. to put my name there forever. And mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Great. Talking about who? Talking about who? Solomon, right? Right? Solomon. So the temple had been built. It's a place of worship. So, two places, two mountains, two places of worship, temple worship. Right? Please follow. <laughs> Great. Now, look at it again. So we have a similar record in Second Corinthians, uh, Chronicles 12. Please take notice of that. Second Chronicles 12. Um, verse 21 is about the same thing. Verse 21. So let's do verse 21 of John. Let's do 21 of John. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me. Pay attention. We are talking about worship. Fathers, two places, temple worship. Jesus says, Believe me. I want you to follow. I thought we were talking about worship. 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 Then Jesus says, believe me. <laughs> worship. Believe me. Hmm. Jesus will always end the conversation. He says, believe me. Wash, believe me. The hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain, which you call your mountain, Nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. The woman up until this time had not even referred to God as Father. Had not even mentioned God. Our fathers. Our fathers. Jesus now situates the conversation better. Believe me. It will become very clear very soon. What you are doing? Bible reading. These are the things you Pay attention to. You're not reading it like a storybook. The Bible is not a storybook. When you see worship, no. Then worship will be praise and worship. I just want to thank you. That's not what they are talking about. No, 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 no. What's happening here? 21. Jesus said unto a woman, 
believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. 22. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship. You. We. Who? You. We. Who? Who are the you? We. Who are the you? We. Israel. Samaria. You. We. Because it says our father. Yet we have a certain common background. You. We. Pay attention. What are they talking about here? Now, he says in verse 22, ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. Now, any Jewish person who reads this, who is in Judaism, he says, read it. Read it and read it again. If you are not a Jew, you are not saved. <laughs> and it's one of the backbones White Christians will always want to revere the Holy Land because salvation is of the Jews. Without them, we cannot be saved. And yet, it is what? Wrong, diverse, strange teachings. Pay attention. The word, the word here, look at it. Verse 22. Salvation is of the Jews. That whole phrase is one Greek word. Because it's, it's, Let me pronounce it for you. It's like, um, 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 it's oideos, oideos, I O U D E I O S, oideos, which means to come out of. It doesn't mean that salvation belongs to the Jews. Really? It's like, because anytime Eodios is used, the next word that follows is Ek. You remember Ek? Ek and Kaleo, Ecclesia. Ek, it means what? Out. To come out of. And Jesus was using Aramaic to communicate to the woman. So Jesus was saying something like this. Jesus was saying something like this. He says, Yeshua which is God our salvation is out of the Jews. It's not to say he belongs to the Jews. It's out of the Jews. I came to my own. Out of the Jews. Yet for God so loved the world, I came to my own. Out of the Jews. It's not to say he belongs to the Jews. It's, it's not their bonafide property. In fact, if you don't have Christ and you want to go to Jerusalem to go and see what wonders and miracles or what, you better receive Christ. What is in Jerusalem? The Muslim population in Jerusalem, in fact, let me even push this further. The, the Israelites, they, they, they capitalize on Jerusalem not for worshipable, for tourist attraction, money. Stop that thing. I'm going to pray or the wailing word. It's the, the money they are seeing, you know. Because that's the account, that's the that's what they're interested in. Because Jerusalem right now, the Muslims are even more than the Christians. There's nothing there. Receive Christ. Because the time is coming, it's not about Jerusalem, it's not about Samaria. An hour cometh. 
He says, believe in me. Mm-hmm. We are talking about temple worship. He says, believe in me. Something will precede something. But something will be veritable, will be true than something. Are we following here? So he says, something like Joshua, the God of our salvation, is out of the Jews. So Jesus' statement tended more to be talking about a person than the act of worship. Our father's worship. He says, you are worshipping, you don't know what you are worshipping. Believe me. So Jesus was moving the conversation from just the act of worship to a person. Mm. Worship to a person. Worship to a person. We are getting somewhere. Pay attention. Pay attention. So, what, the, what were they discussing? Let me, let me see if you are getting it. What were they discussing? What, were, what was the woman discussing with Jesus? Worship. And yet you see that that worship was worship for salvation, right? Because our fathers, our fa- everybody say, my father, my father. Jesus says, you are saying worship, but you don't know what you are talking about. Believe in me. <laughs> it's not about my father, your father, because a time is coming. You don't need to go to Jerusalem, neither in this mountain, to worship. Believe in me. So they were talking about worship for salvation. Jesus was shifting the, the conversation into now seeing him. How? Because temple worship then was not praise and worship. You did Sabbath. You saw that temple worship was what? Sacrifices and offerings. Their worship was the sacrifices, was the offerings. So pay attention. So when they were talking about we come here to worship, they didn't come here to do Yedawasi. Eh, eh. Old Testament worship was sacrifice. Was offerings. Jesus is saying, a time is coming. You don't have to go to any place to do the sacrifices and to do the offerings. Believe in... Ah, yeah, yeah. So you see the conversation there. The woman is talking about acts. Jesus is talking about a person. Follow closely. Follow closely. Follow closely. So, verse 23. But the hour coming Verse 23, because we know what is happening in 21, right? Oh, 21, right? He says, but the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. I will explain it shortly. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. All dynamic. Now, let's look at this one. He says, the Father is looking for true worshippers. And yet, we have a reference in 21. He says, Jesus saith unto a believe, woman, believe me. Believe me. The hour cometh, when ye shall neither in this mountain, nor yet at Jerusalem, worship the Father. But the hour cometh now. I'm reading 23. When the true worshippers shall Worship the Father. It's talking about true. Why true? Let's look at the usage of the word true. Mm-hmm. Are you in church today? Uh-huh. Luke 16, 11. The parable of the talent, right? Luke 16, 11. Luke 16, 11. Where they are talking about so anytime true worship or something when we, when we say true it is a, a word used to compare things. 
it is used for comparison. It is not to say this is true and this is a lie. No. True. True worshippers. Let's look at it in Bible. Um, look at all. John 4.23 where they mention true worship. I want to get the air word for true worshippers. I'm sorry to help a lot of us. True worshippers. Oh, John 4.23, right? Yes. What true worshippers, what was the air language a word for true worshippers? Because I, I want to do that. Because it's not, it's not to say one is true and one is a lie. Anytime true is used, true is used. It is used for comparison. It's not to say true and lie or truth and lie. No. What does it say? What's the ever word for true worshippers? I want to get that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So true is nyatepe. That's all I want. Nyatepe, nyatepe chie. Nyatepe, true. Oh, okay. So, nyatefe, wetotora. Wow. Worship. Wow. Ta nyatefe, wetotora lao. Ta, even right here in Ewe, onyabe me ye sanku for you, nyayo. It's worship, it's sacrifice. It's, it's, it's offering. It's prayer. Are, are you following? But the total theme is not complete. It's offering and sacrifices. They were trying to bring out that, but it's not too clear there. So, you don't have any attack, but 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 you look at it right. <laughs> Somebody will ask, are you a true worshiper? He said, let me check. After this teaching, you should know whether you're a true worshiper or not because something will happen to something. You, you, you don't force yourself to become a true worshiper. You don't become a true worshiper after 20 years in church. No! Are you ready? Let's look at it. <laughs> Let's look at the usage of true. Luke 16, 11, write them down. So it's a comparison between physical riches, which is money. Physical riches, which is money, to spiritual riches. Which is in Christ. It's comparing what is temporary to what is eternal. So true there is not to say one is true and one is fake. No. True is a comparison. Are you following here? Please, I want you to get it all. John 1 9. John says, I'm not the light, but there's a true light that shines. That, 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 that lights the hearts of men. So true light. It's not, it's not saying John is fake. It's comparing John to Jesus. John 1 9. John 15 1. True vine. He says, I am the true vine. Comparing the natural vine to the person of Christ, the true vine. Spiritual. Are you following here? So true is not to say one is fake and one is real. No. It's comparing natural realities to supernatural realities. Are you following? 
So anytime true is used, it's very important you understand what they are talking about. John 6.32, Jesus says, I am the true bread. What is he comparing with? The bread that your fathers fed or manna that Moses gave them. I am the bread of life, the bread from heaven, the true bread. With this bread, manna you eat and you hunger, but with this bread you eat and you shall never hunger. Spiritual realities comparing with figures and, and, and types. You're following here. So that's the usage of true. So now let's connect with true worshippers. Glory. So we are comparing the figurative, the natural, the symbolic with the real, the spiritual, and the eternal. That's a comparison. What does that mean? It means that so the offerings and sacrifices are not the true sacrifices. Ooh. The worship in the temple where they go to sacrifice, where they go to offer, was not the true worship. Why? There is one who is coming. Glory. Now that person becomes the true offering. Jesus becomes the true offering. So you will not go to Jerusalem, neither will you be in Samaria. Your belief in me, who is your offering, is enough. The church is not catching it. Are you getting anything here? So, true will be comparing the figurative with the real. True worship. True worship. True worship. Jesus becomes our true sacrifice. In this man. True sacrifice. True sacrifice. The sacrifice of Jesus is the true sacrifice. Is the true sacrifice. So, talking about temple worship and true worship. Temple worship then, when sacrifices are made by the high priest, right? And yet those sacrifices are repeated every year. Why? Because they had not been made perfect. Why? Because those true offerings and sacrifices were not the true. So every year they'll do it. And yet Jesus <laughs> Did not enter any of those temples he went straight to heaven hallelujah after he had been in fact he offered him that's right he did not go to the temple where did he go he went to the temple that is not built with hands into heaven are you following here so the father seeketh please pay attention the father seeketh we are still doing journal are you still here so please be writing the notes. It's very important. We are explaining John. He said, the hour cometh. And now is. When true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship. Now, seeketh is the Greek word zetio. Z-E-T-E-O. Zetio. Zetio is to make effort to obtain to make effort seeketh to make effort what is the application let's look at the usage in luke 15 8 and luke 19 10 the parable of the lost coin luke 15 8 mm -hmm. either what woman having 10 pieces of 
silver. Mm-hmm. If she lose one piece, mm-hmm. do it not light a candle and mm-hmm. sweep the house mm-hmm. and seek diligently so, so she, so, she finds it. So the seeking here from this parable, who does the seeking? The seeker. Is it the coin that does the seeking? Come on, come on. I don't know if you are catching something here. It is the seeker who does the seeking. It, the honors is not on me. The honors is on God. If you are not a true worshiper, you will never be. Because it is God who will make you a true worshiper. The honors is on the seeker to make you. Is it? Are you a true worshiper? You are thinking. Do we have some true worshippers here? <laughs> Glory! So, right here, the coin is there. But the one looking for the coin is the one seeking. He came to seek and to save them that are lost. You don't find yourself. He finds you. You don't make yourself. He makes you. So true worshippers, that's why he says, believe in God. So who makes me a true worshipper? God. We are not talking about I have made you to no 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 please <laughs> because worship is sacrifice. Worship is offering, it's not singing. We'll see where singing and praise will come in now. We'll see. Are, are you still in the house? Hmm. So Zitio is to make effort to obtain. And it doesn't mean that the father is looking around to see. Uh she said. True worship, you are people They don't raise their hand. They are not true. They are not crying enough. No, no, no. He's not looking around here. What it means is that honor is on him to make. It makes. So the effort to have true worshipers is on the part of the seeker. And it is God that will make those true worshipers. Hallelujah. So what does that mean today? What does that mean today? So the question will be. Are you a true worshiper? That's my question. Are you in church? My question is, are you a true worshiper? Because if you are not, you will never be. <laughs> if you are not, you will never be Philippians 1. You don't make yourself a worshiper. He makes you. And we will see why. Philippians 3 verse 1. Philippians 3 verse 1. Mm-hmm. Finally, my brethren, yes. rejoice in the Lord mm-hmm. to write the same things to you. Mm-hmm. To me, indeed, is not grievous, mm-hmm. but for you it is safe. Mm-hmm. Beware of dogs. Oh, so beware of dogs in the Bible. I know somebody's out there, beware of dogs. It's the Bible, though. Beware of dogs. Amen. <laughs> Read on, please. Beware of dogs. Yes. Beware of evil workers. Mm-hmm. Beware of the Concision. The concision is people preaching circumcision for salvation. By extension, preaching the law of Moses for salvation. Beware. Because anytime the OT is preached, the veil is still there. Beware. Look, don't leave this church and be gallivanting around to look at where you worship. It should be of utmost importance to you where you feed. Beware. Ah. Look, if you have any problem with anybody, solve it and be free. 
But for you to step, use that as a stepping stone to allow the enemy to make you become to a What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You 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 are hungry, so you go and feed at the at the dump side. Are you not sick? A lot of us who are spiritually sick, and we don't know. You are careful where you feed, and yet they can chase you to your bedroom. Radio, TV. You are not, you are not, you are, you are, mm-hmm. Be careful where you feed. Beware, beware, beware of dogs. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> beware of concision. They can preach Old Testament to you, think it's the grace of God. Beware. 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 Beware where you feed. And the word that is what letter? Online, beware. Ah, I don't get it. Meanwhile, I feed. I'm very careful. I, I am very careful to go and feed us on junk. J E S U S. Hey, Kabo Sadaha, Makopra Tosa. Where is my J? Where is my, my hands? have become the J E S U S. I bind, I break, I lose, bind, break, lose. You've bound the devil for 10 years, he's still pursuing you. Stop binding. I'll deal with it. When you bind and you haven't bound, I'll do that one next week before we continue baptism. Bind on it, bind on it. I break, I break, I break, 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 break. If not broken anything, you will not stop. Don't you say I lose the energy. I bind, I shift. I ship, I ship, I ship. I cut, I devour, I cut, I separate, I break, I break. Stop it. You are wasting your time. The last time I checked, the devil has no body parts for you to break. He's a spirit. The spirit. The spirit. Diverse teachings. The devil is a liar. Are you here this morning? True worshippers, we have some true worshippers in this house. Because if you are not, you are not. Look at it here. Read on, please. Beware of dogs. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil Beware workers. Beware of evil do workers. Beware of concision. Beware, beware of the concision. I've explained concision, right? Yes. For we, are, yeah. For we are the circumcision which worship God. What from the are spirit. we? We. What are we? Verse three. What we are, are we? are the circumcision. We are the circumcision which worship God. Which worship God in the spirit. In the spirit. And rejoice in Jesus. Christ. Oh, glory! So Christ. to worship God in the spirit is to worship God in Christ. A time is coming. You don't have to go to Jerusalem. Neither do you have to go. Why? Believe in. Why? The worship will be in. That's right. So worship in spirit is worship in Christ. With that one, you don't make effort 
He makes it. Come on. I want to make worship. <laughs> he is the sacrifice. You are in him. He is the sacrifice. He is the offering. You are in him. Read on. <laughs> so do you understand worship in spirit? What is worship in spirit? For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit. Uh-huh. And rejoice in Christ Jesus. And rejoice in? Christ Why? Jesus. Because our worship is in Christ. Our rejoicing is in Christ. What does it mean to rejoice in Christ? To rejoice in his work. In his sacrifice. Mm-hmm. In his offering. That is to me to rejoice in him. Not because I have a shoe. I rejoice in him. He says rejoice again I say. Rejoice. Not because you have bread on your table. Not because you have been able to pay your children's school fees. I rejoice in what he has done. That is my comfort. That is my comfort. That is my, con- that is my contentment in him. I rejoice in him. I rejoice for what he has done. Ah, worship in spirit. It's not, it's not praise and worship. I rejoice. Read on, please. And have no confidence in the flesh. We have no confidence in the flesh. We have no confidence in our ability to meet the standard. We rejoice in his work. So we have no confidence in our ability to measure up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, this, this is what it means to be a true worshiper. Because our confidence is not in how we are able to string words together. It is what he has done. Our confidence is not in our ability to measure up. We have some true worshippers here. Glory! Read on please. Quick, 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 quick. For, mm-hmm. though I might not have confidence in the flesh, That's right. if any other man thinketh that he had whereof he might trust in the flesh, mm. I more. Ah, he's saying that I don't, I don't trust in my flesh. But if there should be anybody who should trust in the flesh, it should be me. Now he's going to give us his argument. Why he should trust in the flesh. And yet by revelation he knows he can never trust in the flesh. I hear. Yeah. When we asked praise and worship people to stop doing praise and worship, they were worried. If teachings like this will not help you, what else will help you? Because you know there is no voice. Worship is not voice. Worship is not some chichireno, chichireno. Chichireno who? Why, why do we rejoice? Where? Why do we rejoice? In Christ. On the basis of what? His work. Is it his work? Thank you. Will that not inform what you think? Thank you. Thank you. And this will come there. Now, pay. Let's go. Five. Yes. Circumcised the eighth day mm-hmm. of the stock. He's of- telling us his record. Circumcised the eighth day. It is a lot of things under Jewish tradition. To be circumcised the eighth day. Or Akolebi, you have circumcised in the nine days. You are out of order. You have not been cut well according to the order of Moses. Your cutting is error. Five days is not up to time. Ten days out of error. Eight days is what they say God says. Under the law, time is time. Here is time. He's telling us record. Let's listen to his record. (laughs) Circumcise the eighth day. Circumcise the eighth day. Of the stock of Israel. Of the stock of Israel, not the Samaritan. Mm -hmm. 
of the tribe of Benjamin. He's not an Edomite of the stock of Israel. Uh Of the tribe of Benjamin. Of the tribe of Benjamin, the beloved. Benjamin was the beloved. Yeah. The last born, Ketchre, Nima, enemy. So, Bibakase, or take a cross one nana. You are too canal, stop the nonsense. Togbe, a foclea, Nebaneme, stop it. There's no foclea in heaven, there's no two corner in heaven. If you are not of him, that's why true worshiper, if you are not a true worshiper, you are not a true worshiper. We don't care your accolade. Come on, come on. The believers should be free and walk in Christ. With no strings attached. Knowing that it is on his account, not my account. Are you following here? Praise the living God. Let's move on quickly, quickly, quickly. We'll do communion. Uh, Baptism small before we go. Of the stock of Israel, mm-hmm. of the tribe of Benjamin. This is Zakolid. And Hebrew. And Hebrew. Of Hebrews. Aya. As touching the law. As touching the law. A Pharisee. A Pharisee. It means a teacher and an astute student and teacher of the law of Moses. A Pharisee. As touching the law. I'm a Pharisee. I am a lawyer. Pharisee, no, no. Lawyer, it means I am a, I'm a serious student and I'm a teacher because he also learned under Gamaliel, chapter 22, verse 3. Learned under, I, I, was, I was tutored by Gamaliel. And yet, when you come to CFM, you see CEOs lift up their hands. On the account of what Jesus has done, you see sweepers lift their hands. On the account of what Jesus has done, you see market women lift their hands. On the account, you see cleaners in companies lift their hands. It's because of what they know. What he has done is what he has done. It's not because of any promotion, it's not because of any new deal. We choose to serve because we know what he has done. Hallelujah! Oh, glory! We don't please. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Concerning zeal. So concerning Jews, Pharisee, touching the law of Pharisee, persecution. Don't try. The Juma may hear my Pharisees one. That's why I don't. I wasted the church. The Juma may. Persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things he says when it comes to the righteousness of the law, and yet when you break one, you've broken one. What it means that this guy he tried to keep all in one piece. Paul is not he's not he's not some strong. That is why when he came into Christ, he worked better than not just better, he worked more than all the apostles. Were with Jesus because when he was at the other side, he was a wild cat, he was a dude, he was a juggernaut. Mm. He counts all of those as dunk. You read it, read it. Let's go to let's go on up to verse 8. But what things were gained to me? What things were gained to me? Those I counted lost for Christ. All things, those things. 
things which were gained, he's talking about those things that qualified him under Judaism. All the things that qualified him under the law, he now counts as dunk. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, Read it, read it, read it, read it. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss mm. for Christ. Mm. Loss for Christ. That must be revelation. Loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. I count all but loss, right? For yes. the excellency of what? Of the knowledge of Christ of the Jesus. The knowledge of Christ Jesus. My Lord. Because that is where true freedom is. Yes. I don't do it. it is. I enjoy the benefit of his work. Oh. Yes, Anka, by now. <laughs> we have been there. <laughs> the devil is alive. Freedom in Christ, hallelujah. Yes. Verse, which verse? Eight. Yes, yet, doubtless, and I count all things, all things, all the things which qualified me under the law, but laws for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them, but dunk. I count them as dunk. And who hear me? And you yaminya and who hear me? Sikaninina and who hear me? And who dinina and who hear me? For Christ. For Christ. For Christ. If you have not gotten to that place, I don't know what believer you are. For Christ. Count all as dunk for Christ. Count all as dunk for Christ. I'm telling you, that is where, that's the height of Christianity. Count all as dunk for Christ. He says, look, he says, and do count all, and do count them as dunk that I may win Christ. Wow. It's like I've been given two options. That I may win this. I live all of this. That I may win this. Verse 9. And being found in him, glory, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through Jesus, which through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. So verse 9. So by the time, pay attention, by the time you receive Jesus Christ and you receive the righteousness which is by faith, you become a true worshiper. Number one. You become a true worshiper. So whatever they did under the law, don't forget, temple worship, right? Whatever they did under the law was not the true worship. It was figures. It was symbols. It was time. Waiting for that sacrifice. The sacrifice. The ultimate sacrifice. Which is Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So John 4, don't forget, John 4 is a discussion of temple worship. Worship under the law, which precedes even the law 
Because Abraham sacrificed. Isaac sacrificed. Jacob sacrificed. Noah sacrificed. So their worship even precedes the law. Right? It preceded it. Abraham was going to sacrifice on the mountain. This day he was going to worship. He was worship. He was worship. Noah sacrificed. They all worship. So that is not the truth. The truth is Christ. Believe me. Hebrews 10.1. Quick, 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 and let's go. Hebrews 10.1. Do you understand true worship now? <laughs> Hebrews 10.1. Hebrews 10.1. Yes. For the law having a shadow of good things to come. Uh-huh. And not... For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not... The very image of... And not the very image. Can never with those sacrifices... Uh-huh. With which they offered year by year continually... Uh-huh. Make the comers thereon to perfect. Hallelujah. Why? They will have to come every year because they, there was no... The, the sacrifices were not the true sacrifices. So every year, Mobaba. Every year, Mobaba. Every year, Mobaba. But when Christ came, he ended all those sacrifices. Christ becoming the ultimate sacrifice. Hallelujah. Mm. Read on. For when, for then, cease to be offered. Mm-hmm. Because that, because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. Mm-hmm. But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. Remembrance of sins every year. Every year. Ah! Blessed the man whose sins are forgiven and whose iniquities the Lord will not impute. Ah! But they'll have to go there every year. Every year. Pilgrimage to Jerusalem every year. Who, who sent you? <laughs> But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made for sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. The blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he sees sacrifice and offerings thou wouldest not. But a body, a body has thou prepared me in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sins thou hast no pleasure. What it means is that even for the sacrifices was not happy about it. He didn't want it. But he needed to communicate to people who are not spiritual to use those things to bring their mind to what he was going to do. Hallelujah. Aye, Who am I? Verse 7. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book as it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Verse 8. Above when he said, sacrifice and offerings an offering and burnt offerings, an offering for sin, thou wouldest not, neither has neither has pleasure therein, which are of which are offered by the law. Verse 9. Then saith he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God, that taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By this which we by this which will we are sanctified. Through the offering of the body of Christ once for oh, once I will do again. Once for once for glory. And every priest standard daily ministering and offerings 
and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, verse 12, but this man, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, 13, from henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. Hallelujah. Verse 14, for by one offering, worship, temple worship, offering, sacrifice, we needed just one. We needed just one. By one offering, Ooh, he had perfected. So you don't go every year. They were not perfected. That's why they go every year. But by one offering, we are perfected. Verse 14. Glory. This is making me go mad. Perfected forever. Them that are sanctified. That's why the believer can say I am sanctified. It's not on my body. It's in my spirit. I am perfected. Not because I'm being perfect works. My spirit is perfected. Hallelujah. I am accepted. Not on the basis of my, on my own account. But on the account of the sacrificial work of Christ. I am accepted in the beloved. If this is not your confession, you are not a believer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, are we true worshippers? What does it mean? I am a true worshipper by virtue of Jesus' offering. Sacrifice for me. So, the believer can say, I'm a true worshipper. Say it, I'm a true worshipper. I am a true worshipper. I am a true worshipper. Hebrews 13, 15. By him, therefore, let us offer. Now, pay attention here. Because we are looking at what does it mean for the New Testament believer. On his account, now I can sing. Now I can praise. Look at it, verse 15. By him therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise. No sacrifice for sins. Because he has been taken care of. Now I have a sound, I have, I have a song in my mouth. On the account of what he has done. <laughs> by him, therefore, by him, not you, by him, let us offer the sacrifice of praise because don't forget, Jesus has become your offering. Are you here? So you are in him. Look at it. What are we to do? By him. Therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God when we are in church. When we, when when it's just like prayer, your lifestyle. You sin. Not because you have. Not also because you don't have. It says, Oh, told him now, not going to daddy. Your knowledge today is superior than that. You live in him. Have you been looking for something and you were so disappointed and you turn back to your Bible? Didn't I read that if I put my trust in him, I will not be disappointed? 
I have. When my knowledge became superior, my praise was not on what I was expecting. My praise is on what he has already done. 2,000 years ago, I have every reason to sing unto him whether I have or I don't have. My praise is not because I have or I don't have. It is continual. In season and out of season. Hallelujah. Let the devil bring his words. What are you talking? I sing. Continually, that is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks, giving thanks, giving thanks to his name. Don't forget, by him, in his name. So, true worship. It's not when I come here and I bow and I'm singing the song. I will sing, I will pray. Why? Because the devil has hit you hard in the week. So this is the time to cry unto your Lord. I've led a prayer topic like that. I say, cry unto the Lord. Because when Zion travailed, she brought forth a tabu Oh God, I will not live here the same. Who says you came the same? I will not live the same. Something must happen. He says, pray till you see the thing happen. Stop it. You'll get BP, even in church. You'll get BP in church. There are many of our people who go to such camps come back more frustrated than they were. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. It's not about, it's not about how sanctimonious the song is. If I know what he has done, the song will be about what he has done. If I know what he has done, the song will celebrate him for what he has done. Not because. Higher, higher. When praises go up, his blessings come down. Eh. So you are not doing to qualify. It makes it a wrong song. It makes it a wrong song. So you have to be careful on the basis of this. I know it will, it will tell what you sing. And your fufu deji, you qualify. You are qualified. You didn't qualify yourself. He qualified you. I don't say anything. You're not saying anything. So true worship is on his account. True worship is not emotions. You sing his praise. You sing what he has done. When you're singing songs like, I will preach. I will preach Jesus. All over the world. What, are, what does it mean? It is because of what he has done. I will not keep it to myself. I will preach him. Because what he did to me, he must do to somebody else. Hmm. So that's why he informs the songs we play. 
there's no a time to come and exercise. No, 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 please, please. Go to the gym. That is not... And David dance and he dance and let your clothes fall. We'll send you to asylum right now. <laughs> the way people have interpreted that text. Dance and they'll sit on the floor. Ah, come on. Oh my God. Oh my God. You are not doing anything. Are you David? Are you David? You are not. Hallelujah. Back to water and Holy Spirit baptism. That's how we teach you. Matthew 3. <coughs> are you tired? <laughs> Matthew 3. We'll close you. Matthew 3. So this one was a prelude to what I wanted to teach. Now let's go to what we're learning. So, water, Holy Spirit baptism. <laughs> Spudazo took me to John 4. Next week, I'll deal with bind, break, loose. And then we'll continue water baptism. Are you here? Two minutes and I'm done, please. Matthew 3, 11. Matthew 3, 11. Mm -hmm. I indeed baptize you with water. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. Water unto repentance. Next week, we will see that the baptism of John is in two forms. One is a teaching and one is a practice. One is a teaching, one is a practice. Don't miss it. Don't. But this will help us get there. So he says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. repentance. What did I say repentance is? Last week. Don't tell me, Pastor, we went through John 4, so the thing is shaking my head. No, 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 refer to your notes. <laughs> what did I say repentance is? Attention from to oh. what did I say repentance is? That's a serious test. Yes, I know it's metanoia, but what did I say in this context? What does it mean? Repent, repentance. Baptism unto repentance. To shift attention to something, someone. From something to something. From someone to someone. Right? Read on, please. <laughs> but he. But he that cometh after me is might, mightier than I, mm -hmm. whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. Mm -hmm. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. and with fire. So, right here, John is making a distinction. I with water. But there's one coming. Who do Holy Ghost? I with water. But the one who is coming, who is mightier than I. So, I will do this. But there's one who is mightier, who will do mightier. Than I, whose shoes I'm unworthy to lose, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Read on. Whose fan? With the Holy Ghost and with fire. Yes, whose fan? Whose fan is in his hand, mm -hmm. and he will thoroughly purge his floor mm -hmm. and gather his wheat into the garner. Mm -hmm. But he will burn up the chaff with 
unquenchable fire. Mm -hmm. That's unbelief. 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 Are you following? Yeah. Unbelief. Because when it's about the spirit, he that believeth and is baptized is saved. But he that believes not, quench fire, 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 fire. Are you following? Condemned already in this world. So he's talking about what the spirit will do. Are you following? <laughs> That's judgment. Okay, follow. Go. Let's go. 13. Yes. Then come at Jesus. So Jesus now goes to the Jordan. Pay attention here, please. Mm -hmm. Then come at Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John mm -hmm. to be baptized of him. To be baptized of him. Mm -hmm. But John forbade him, saying, mm -hmm. I have not, I, I have need. I have, I have need to be baptized of thee. That's right. And cometh thou to me. It's just like, ah, I'm supposed to have come to you. Why are you coming to me? Then Jesus said what? And Jesus answering said unto him, uh -huh. Suffer it to be so now. He says, Suffer it to be so now. Then he says something. For thus it cometh us to For fulfill thus you. For it cometh unto Read it, For, read it. for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. He says, it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. All righteousness is not talking about the water baptism. It's not talking about us. It's talking about the two of them. You and I. Why? Because of what was spoken concerning the two of us. You are not in there. You are, you are not part of it. So don't tell me that water baptism is to fulfill all righteousness. No! Us is not us as believers. Us is between you and I. We've cleared up our two. Are you here? Some of you didn't get it. <laughs> Madam Peace, are you here? Or, or you, are, you are in the train? Did you pray for all of us today? <laughs> it's like you have taken the lead. <laughs> what I mean is, look at it, verse 14. Verse 14. Read it again, please. But John forbade him, saying, uh -huh. I have need to be baptized of thee. Uh -huh. And cometh thou to me. And cometh thou to me. And Jesus answering said unto him, mm -hmm. Suffer it to be so now. Mm -hmm. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. To fulfill all righteousness. The things that were spoken by the prophets concerning us. That you will come and prepare the way. I will follow. Are you here? Make my path straight. Now pay attention. So it was Jesus who came to John. John says, I should have come to you. Jesus says, let it be. Let's fulfill. Let's fulfill all righteousness. What it means is that Jesus coming to John and baptizing him should end John's ministry. Because right then, what John had been talking about has been fulfilled. I come to prepare the way of one who is coming after me, whose shoes I am unworthy. He will come. And he has come. Jesus is coming to Jordan. He should have ended it. Huh? <laughs> Did they fulfill all righteousness? Yes! Because now, he has shown him. Now, what it also means is that Jesus coming to John has validated John. Because all this, they were saying, are you the light? Are you the Christ? I am not. My ministry is simple. To prepare the way. 
and to make his path straight. So the one whose way and whose path is to be made straight must come to validate his ministry as a prophet. So Jesus came to validate him. Oh, come on, come on, come on. It was not Jesus being validated. No! It was John. Because who said first? It was John. So Jesus will have to come so that John's ministry is validated. If you say something and it doesn't come to pass, you are a false prophet. Are you following? So when he said, he said, I'm preparing, eating all the wild honey and locust. Jesus will have to come and validate him. Verse 15. Mm-hmm. And Jesus answering said unto him, mm-hmm. Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Mm-hmm. Then he suffered him. Then he suffered him. 16. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight away out of the water. Uh-huh. And lo, the heavens opened unto him. Do you see the fulfillment? Yeah. Once he entered, and lo, what John has been talking about has happened. Yeah. Don't forget, I told you, John didn't know him as the Messiah. But he says, the one who goes into the water, and the spirit comes upon him, He's that one. He's to fulfill, validate his ministry. Because Jesus entering the water did not add anything to him. Jesus didn't become more anointed. No. He was Jesus. He was the Messiah. But he validated John's ministry. So suffer it to be so, so that we will fulfill all righteousness. Are you following? Verse 17. 17. Mm-hmm. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, mm-hmm. This is my beloved son, That's right. in whom I am well pleased. Now, when you look at this account, you, I told you we are the four accounts. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But when you check all the four accounts, John gives us a, a bit detail, or much more detail, than Matthew, Mark, Luke. So let's go to John. John 1, 24. John 1, 24. John 1, 24. Mm-hmm. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. And they asked him mm-hmm. and said mm-hmm. unto him, mm-hmm. Why baptize that thou then, mm-hmm. if thou be not that Christ, mm-hmm. nor Elias? Are you following? They were asking. They were asking John. If you are not the Christ, why are you baptizing? Eh? So they needed to validate his ministry. question if Is it Christ or John? So whose ministry has to be validated? John! Are you following? Mm-hmm. Let's go. No, Elias neither that prophet. Mm-hmm. John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, mm-hmm. but there standeth one among you mm-hmm. whom ye know not. Mm-hmm. Whom ye know not. Are you following? <laughs> but he's coming from amongst you. But you don't know him. <laughs> read on. 27. Hey. He. Uh, read on, read on. He it is. Mm-hmm. Who coming after me is preferred before me. Mm-hmm. Whose shoes latcheth I am not worthy to unloose. Mm-hmm. These things were done in. Bathabara. Bathabara, mm-hmm. beyond Jordan, mm-hmm. where John was baptizing. Mm-hmm. The next day, 29, the yes. next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him, uh-huh. and saith, uh-huh. 
Behold the Lamb of God. That's right. Which taketh away the sin of the world. Uh-huh. This is he of whom I said, mm-hmm. After he cometh a man, after me cometh a man, which is preferred before me. Who is preferred before me with his acts? With what he will do? Is preferred before me. Uh-huh. For he was before me. For he was before me. 31. Uh-huh. And I knew him not. And I knew him not. But that he should be made manifest to Israel. Theref- yeah. To Israel. Yes. Therefore I am. Therefore am I. Come baptizing with water. Mm-hmm. And John bear record saying. I saw the spirit descending from heaven. Like a dog. That was the only time myself I knew. And it's abode upon him. I saw, I bear record. I bear record that he's the one. How? Because he was the one that I saw the spirit descend upon. Until that time, I didn't even know he was the one. Like you too, you don't know. You know, you have to know him by revelation. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. This, that went, you see? Now, get this thing. Anytime we say something like, for example, he, he is of no comeliness. Eh? So, if you say that Jesus was of no comeliness, it means that he didn't have any feature that showed that he was the Messiah. Uh-huh. When Jesus was in the midst of his disciples, you will not even know he is the one. There is no, Jesus was not stout. Stop it. He's not Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Jesus didn't eat until Mary Madeline poured fragrance. He was not wearing fragrance. So, you will not know. Jesus was not having curly hair. He said, best have nest. Foxes have holes. Man of God, he has no place to lay hairs. It means he has no time to brush his hair. He, he had no form of comeliness. Yet he was God. Oh, the church is not, we are not there yet. Look, he, any picture you see, well-combed, oiled, shiny, sparkly, winds you. It was not. John did not look. The people did not look. So anytime they want to refer to him, son of hey, Joseph Abano, no, because there was no form of holiness. You have to know him by revelation. It was not spectacular. Jesus, I am too, I am shepherd and Jesus. He was not spectacular. He came to seek. You don't have Honors us on the seeker. The near Prinejuman, it was wood in the chair, but we didn't When you will receive all. John himself didn't know. That's what he's saying here, 34. And I saw and I bear record that this is the son of. So John is clear. He made a clear cut distinction between himself and Jesus. So he says, I will baptize with what? He will baptize with what? Holy Ghost. I will baptize with water. He will baptize with Holy Ghost. So when he saw Jesus, a true and proper study should have ended the ministry there. Because he has seen him. Of whom he spoke about. 
So Jesus coming to validate his ministry should have ended water baptism. Because the one whom I'm talking about, here he is. And the next day, he saw him and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes upon himself the sins of the world. So his ministry has ended. But it didn't end there. Follow closely. It didn't end there. Next week, we'll see how it went on. Even into the New Testament. Then I will begin to do ototomio. Are you following? <laughs> Glory. So, in our study, we will see that the, 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 the baptism with water didn't end there. We should have ended John's ministry. Because he had, they had fulfilled all righteousness. They had fulfilled all righteousness. That was the purpose of the baptism. To show him. So, when he came to validate his ministry, it should have ended there. Now, let me ask this question. Did Jesus ever ask anyone to baptize with water? From now to the end of the session, I'm just asking questions so that we can build on this. The first question is, did Jesus ask anyone to baptize with water? You are answering too fast though. Because that's what we do. Then they'll open to us. What about Matthew 28, 18? And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Are you still answering the question? Did Jesus? Because that's what they'll do to you. Now, you answer. What is the answer? I've thought this. What does it mean to baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost? He will not get you. What are you talking about? He says categorically. We have to follow scripture word for word. Categorically. This is an explanation. But what is written there? What does it mean? I've thought it. I've thought it. I've thought it. Baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. What does it mean? You, what does it mean? If you call me a leg belly, <laughs> initiate is true, but it's an explanation. The grapher, the grapher, so for Shaniye, pal, initiate be any hell, but they are real. Oh, I've thought this, I've thought this, I've thought this. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's look at it. Matthew 28, quick, quick, quick. There are some people who will not like to learn. But there are some people who know something. Those are the people you help. Are you getting it? There are some people who will not like to learn. They will always be fighting with you. But there are some people it's because of what they have been taught. So you have to decode all the things they have been taught to help them. Some are genuine students of Bible. But some others, they are just sycophants. Because my pastor says, ever. Matthew 28:18. Look at it. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me. Who came? Who came? Who came and spoke unto them? Who sent them? Who sent them? Jesus came to them and he sent them. He says, Therefore, is that not it? Go ye therefore. 
on the basis of this authority and go and baptize. Is that not it? Now pay attention here. Now, look at it. So go ye therefore and teach all nations. Take away all the punctuations. Hmm? Take away all the punctuations. 18, 19. 18 and 19. No, 19 and 20. So he says, go ye therefore. You are taking all the punctuations. So you will see it. You yourself, you will see it. Because the person will have to see it the way you have seen it. Look at it. 19 and 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Doing what? You've not caught it. Read it again. Because <laughs> you have to show the person. Take all the punctuations off because it was not in the original. Right? So what would that mean? It is, it is in the scripture. Look at it. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So what is the baptism? Thank you. Is there? So the grapher, the grapher, you two tell the person, the grapher, the grapher, is there. <laughs> so Jesus never asked anybody to go and baptize with water in three names. Because he was the one who told them his authority. He was the one who sent them in his authority. He cannot send them in three names now. So the teaching is now the initiation. So what is written? Teaching them. What does it mean? The baptism is in the teaching, which is the initiation. Are you following? Hmm? So he never. Let me ask another question and let's close. Thank you. Somebody's catching it here. <laughs> the baptism is in the teaching. Because the teaching will produce belief. Come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are, you, are you following here? <laughs> so, baptizing them is not water baptism. It's what? Teaching them. Because the same account is in Mark 16. Let's do Mark 16, 15. Quick, 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 quick. Are we learning something? From truth, John 4 to water baptism. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. My time is up now. Let's Mark go. 16, 15. Yes. And he said unto them. And he said unto them. Go ye into all the world. Go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel to every What creature. do you do? What do you do? You preach. So, in the preaching, you make disciples the same thing. Caruso, Matitio. What, what, is, what did he say else? He that believes. What else did he say? Mm -hmm. He that believeth mm -hmm. and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth and is baptized, meaning we are equating believing to baptism. He didn't say he that believes and then is baptized. No. Let's follow the grapher, the grapher, right? Bible is saying he that believes and there is which is or that is baptized. He that believes, which is to be baptized, is saved. He that believes not. That's why he will continue to say, he that believes not. He will not add baptism again because they are equating uh, believing to baptism. Are you here? Hallelujah. So, did Jesus ask anyone to go and baptize with water? No. But, Read this one. This is the last one. Let's read this one. 
There's a shocker there. John 3, 22. It's an important reference. Have we settled Matthew 28? Have we settled Mark 16? Let's clear this one and go home. Let's clear this one because something happened there. John 3, 22. John 3, 22. Mm -hmm. After these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea. Mm -hmm. And there he tarried with them <laughs> and baptized. Hey! Samikai. What are you talking? Take it easy. 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 Read on. And John also was baptizing in Anon near Salem mm -hmm. because there was much water there. Mm -hmm. And they came and were baptized. Mm -hmm. For John was not yet cast into prison. Mm -hmm. Then then there arose a question between some of John's disciples mm -hmm. and the Jews about purifying. Mm -hmm. and about they... cleansing. Purifying is cleansing. Right? Yes, Let's go. Master. And they came unto John and said unto him, mm -hmm. Rabbi. Is he a rabbi? Is he a rabbi? Is he a rabbi? Is John's ministry a rabbi? Is he not a prophet? So another eyewitness account, right? You see the confusion there? Eyewitness account. Let's read on. He's not a rabbi. He's a prophet. He's not a teacher. He's a prophet. Yeah. Let's go. Uh-huh. Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, mm -hmm. to whom thou bearest witness, mm -hmm. behold, that the same baptizeth, mm -hmm. and all men came come to him. The same baptizeth. So people brought the record. They say he's baptizing. Then those who don't want to learn. Who say Jesus himself even baptized? It's a reference. Is that not it? Yeah. Read all because John, I've seen that your your master master. John answered and said, "A man can receive nothing." Ah ah! They were talking about purifying, yet he was talking about Jesus. Are you following here? Yeah. Read on. John answered and said, "A man can receive nothing." Mm -hmm. Look except at look at John now. Who was a baptizer now is giving us a new message. Follow. This is the last one. We go home. Uh -huh. A man can receive nothing mm -hmm. except it be given him from heaven. Mm -hmm. Ye yourselves bear me witness mm -hmm. that I said I am not the Christ. I am not. Mm -hmm. But that I am sent before him. Yes. He that had the bride is the bridegroom. That's right. But the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoiced greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. That's right. This my Pointing joy therefore is fulfilled. My joy is therefore fulfilled. I have fulfilled all righteousness. Uh-huh. He must increase. He must increase. But I must decrease. I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. Uh-huh. He that is that is of the earth is earthly mm -hmm. and speaketh of the earth. Mm -hmm. He that cometh from heaven is above all. Mm -hmm. And what he he had seen and heard, mm -hmm. that he testifieth, mm -hmm. and no man receiveth his testimony. Mm -hmm. He that he that had received his testimony had said to his seal that God is true. Mm -hmm. For he whom God had sent speaketh the words of God. Mm -hmm. For God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. Unto him is not added. So by measure, unto him is added by translators. Uh -huh. 
for the, the father, father loved the son the father loved the son and had given all things into his hand giving all things into his hand right he that believeth on the son are you following here he that believeth on the son had everlasting life and it's he, about jesus not me because he must increase and i must decrease when they came and they said he was baptizing john began to preach the word the message of him are you following here follow uh-huh because we are going to chapter 4 verse 1 then we cleared it out and he that believeth not the son shall not see life mm-hmm. but the wrath of god abideth on him mm-hmm. chapter 4 verse 1 chapter 4 verse 1 when therefore the lord knew how the pharisees had heard that jesus that jesus made and baptized more disciples than john verse 2 Though Jesus himself baptized not. Oh, read it again. Though Jesus himself baptized not. Did Jesus baptize anyone with water? No. No! But his disciples. Who did? His disciples. Who did? His disciples. Did Jesus baptize with water? No. No, who did? His, his disciples. disciples. Yeah. And yet you read a few minutes ago. Jesus was baptizing with water. Did he baptize? Uh-uh. Hmm. Who did? Is it not the same thing with oil? Jesus never asked his disciples to use oil. They weren't using oil. They didn't instruct them to do it. Look. Look at Mark. Let's close on that. Mark 6. You are tired. <laughs> <laughs> you want to defend the truth, you don't want to say it. <laughs> Max is last one, last one, last one. <laughs> it was one of the promises I gave you. I said, when I come back, I'm coming to teach. <laughs> Max says, so please pay attention. Jesus never instructed anyone to baptize with water. He himself never baptized with water. We see his disciples baptized with water. We have a corroborative account of them using oil while he never instructed them to use oil. Same as water. So, it's important we close on this. Are you following? So, look at it. <laughs> Mark 6, 7. Mark 6, 7. Uh-huh. And he called unto him the twelve mm-hmm. and began to send them forth by two and two. Now, pay attention how he sends them forth. How does he send them? Forth by two and two. Uh huh. And gave them power over. That's right. That's spirits. how he sent them. What did he do to them? He gave them power. He gave them power to go. He didn't add anything to them. He says, "Go in this power." He empowered them to go. He said, "He gave them power over what? Unclean spirits. Unclean spirits." That's right. Let's go. Verse eight. And commanded them that they should take nothing, including oil. oil. Take nothing. For the agenda. Because I have given you power. Take nothing. I've given you power. What did they do? Check. For the agenda, save a staff only. Mm-hmm. No scribe, no script, mm-hmm. no bread, mm-hmm. no bread, mm-hmm. no money mm-hmm. in their purse. Mm-hmm. But he shot with sandals mm-hmm. and not put on two coats. Verse 12. Verse 12. Mm-hmm. And they went out and preached. 
that men should repent. Mm -hmm. And they cast out many devils. Which he gave them power over. See what they did next. (laughs) And anointed with oil. Oh, read it well, read it well. And anointed with oil. Did he ask them to go anoint with water? No. With oil? No. No. Yet they anointed with oil. What did he give them? Power. Go. Of unclean spirits. When they cast the unclean spirits out, they anoint them with oil. Did Jesus ask them to use oil? Oil? So that cannot be a reference. Did Jesus ask them to baptize with water? No. Are you here? <laughs> he gave them power. They went with oil. Olive oil bottle. <laughs> so the question is, why did he no, let me put the question again. Did Jesus ask anyone to baptize with water? Did he ask anyone to baptize anyone with water? Did he himself baptize with water? Did the disciples baptize with water? Did they baptize with water? Did he ask them to baptize with water? That's right. That's right. You're catching it now. <laughs> okay, so the next question will be, why didn't Jesus baptized with water. John told us. Why didn't Jesus baptize with water? He told us in Matthew 3, 11, There's one coming mightier than I. Whose shoes I'm unworthy to lose. He will baptize with what? Holy Ghost. Now, question again. Did Jesus ask anyone to baptize with water? Did he baptize with water? Did he? Now, pay attention. Did, did he stop anyone from baptizing with water? Because when he heard his disciples baptized with water, did he stop them? No. Great. Great. Now, an interesting question to come. Did he ask, was Jesus offended that people baptized with water? No. No. But is baptism with water salvation? Thank you. It's very important. He didn't stop them. This is where we can allow people but still teach them. They say, you people, when you... I was baptized in Atlantic. Uh, what are you talking about? It was a super, super engagement. I don't know when I was... When I went and I was praying, but I enjoyed it. It was a ceremony for us, the young people. We come to all night. That, that all night, we don't sleep because we'll be baptized in the morning. Will Jesus get offended because I was baptized in water? But that cannot save you. So the teaching will be, it will be false doctrine now when you say that baptizing with water is equal to salvation. Then that one will fight. But the, somebody will say, what will be the outward evidence of the work of the Spirit within? When baptizing water, praying the Holy Ghost. The outward, there are some questions that are silly, but you don't know they are silly. Outward evidence, whilst the spirit now is made whole, you are going to qualify it with water. It's a silly question. What will be the outward evidence of the spirit within? Speaking the Holy Ghost, speaking tongues. We close here. So next week, <laughs> next week, because the church is tired. Next week, continue from here. We'll go into 
Matthew again, go into four, the four accounts, look at the teaching of John, the practice of John, enter into the Acts of Apostles now, see each record, and now begin to explain in the epistles. That will take us another two sessions, and then we can begin the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Are we ready for this? <laughs> Hallelujah. Shall we be on our feet? Shall we be on our feet? Praying the Holy Ghost. Praying the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. 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 You have been given a teaching ministry. Thank you, Father. Praying the Holy Ghost. Praying the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let it sink in your spirit. Let it sink in your spirit. You are made able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter killeth, but the spirit maketh alive. Hallelujah. Pray in the language of the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Those who can speak in the language of the spirit, begin to speak it. This one, nobody will come and open your mouth. Speak it, speak it, speak it. Whatever comes into your mind, speak it. I'm not struggling to speak it, so don't struggle and speak it. Speak, I want to hear you speak. I want to hear you speak. I want to hear you speak. Speak it. Anything that comes into your mind, speak it. Because the Lord will use your mind, He will use your emotions. Speak it, speak it. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. Our place of authority is in the spirit. Ah, we have the language of the spirit. It says, you shall speak with new tongues. New tongues. New tongues. Don't speak in the, in, 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 with understanding. Speak in the language of the spirit. Open your mouth. Just speak it now. 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 You, you cannot hear about the spirit and not speak in the spirit. We are not talking about water baptism. We are talking about and what he is to baptize. Ghost and Bedabo Shadaha. We are baptized with the Holy Ghost. We are baptized with the Holy Ghost. We are baptized with the Holy Ghost. And the spirit within within has an outward manifestation, and one of it is speaking in the language of the spirit. And you shall speak with new tongue. You shall speak with new tongue. It is your place. What what words cannot fight? The tongues does it easily. What what words cannot go around? Tongues goes around. Speak it, speak it, speak it. Two minutes and let's go. Open your mouth. Shout it, shout it, shout it. Shout it. Let it come out. Let it come out. Let it come out. Whatever comes into your mind, speak it. (laughs) If you don't want anybody to see you, close your eyes and speak it. And Terebo Sate Brade Sata and Tabapa Sebebe and the Ha Leprados or Lepradeas and Talabapa Sebebe Ampa Lebros Capado Sata Emanterian Dalapa Sebebe and the Ha Opiumo. Your authority is in the spirit. Authority over the works of the enemy is not in your words, it's not in your understanding. Your spirit. Take charge, take authority in the spirit. That's your place. That's your place. Don't be shy. Open your mouth and speak it. Don't look at anybody. It's your language. It's your language. He says you speak with new tongue. Don't look at anybody. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He says you'll be full with the spirit. You don't struggle to speak in tongues. 
You are full of the Spirit. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He says you shall be baptized. Then you were baptized that day you believed. <laughs> With Holy Ghost. Then Jude will say, now we edify ourselves. We, 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 we establish ourselves in our most holy faith. What do we do? Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. When your words are finished, you pray in the Holy Ghost. We speak in the volumes of the books. It's praying the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's a new birth. It's a new opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. May we go in peace in Jesus' name. Amen.